How many glad to be in the house of the Lord? Amen. I'm glad to be back at New Life Christian Ministries. Amen. And I honor the God of heaven. I'm glad for my salvation and I'm glad, amen, for my security in Jesus Christ. Amen. 53 years ago, amen, January the 14th, 1969, I went to a meeting one night. Amen. And my heart wasn't right on a Tuesday night. They wouldn't have revival service. They were just getting ready to have Bible study. God can save you in Bible study. And I walked in as a teenager, amen, praise the Lord. Heavy burden, praise the Lord, bound, dejected, amen. Even at teenagers, we find out, amen, the suicide rate of many people, our young people, amen, want to take an early exit, amen, because of problems that we even grip our teenagers. But that night when I walked into the doors, amen, no, maybe maybe 10 people there. My mama was there. My grandmother was there. And maybe, praise the Lord, maybe about seven or eight more people. Amen. They weren't so used to seeing me come in on church, amen, on a Tuesday. Amen. Praise God because I grew up in the church, amen, brought to church whether I wanted to go or not. But that night I came on my own, amen, praise the Lord. And they said, Johnny, what you doing here? I didn't tell my mama was coming to church that night. I said, I want to be saved. Well, I broke up, amen, prayer and Bible then because he began to pray with me. And that was the day I learned to call on the name I just served in my heart. That was 53 years ago, amen. And from that day to this, I thank God, amen. I treasure my salvation. And then thank God, a few months after that, God baptized me in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Amen, praise the Lord, and I've got joy bells ringing down in my soul 53 years later, amen, praise God. So when I say amen, praise the Lord, this is the day. I appreciate every day as I preached on last Sunday, praise God, because sometimes your best day can be your last day, praise God. But in spite of all that I've been through since the last time I've been at New Life, amen, I still have my joy, amen, amen, thank God. And as I entered into worship with the saints here, amen, and the admonitions that kept coming from the praise team, didn't see who was doing the singing, amen, but the pleading about giving God all that belongs unto him. Psalms, amen, 84 and verse 4 says, amen, they that dwell in this house, amen, shall still be praising him, Salah, amen. Pause and calmly think about what the Lord is saying through his word. They, amen, that dwell in his house. To dwell in his house is our desire as the saints to the most high God. They live, amen. They will still be praising him. That simply means that the saints to the most high God should live in continual praise. Thank you, Lord. I said we should live in continual praise. Amen. We're just, amen, getting, amen. This is addressing up room to what I heard Pastor Damien say about when we get to heaven, that we could be praising God, amen, around the clock, amen. Won't be, won't be no clock there because we're lingering, amen. We'll be entering back into eternity where we came from. Right now, we're limited, amen, with whatever we have to do 
we have a time frame to do it in, but when we get into eternity, thank you, Lord, amen. When I've been there, someone put a song, said, when I've been there 10,000 years, amen, listen, time still is where we haven't begun. So we honor this God of heaven, amen, too, amen, my nephew, but more than that, amen, amen, he is the man of God, that we honor him today, amen, praise the Lord, amen, thank God for him, amen, for the ministry here, and I thank God for allowing us the privilege to be with the saints of the Most High God on this day, and to all the saints, some that we know and some that we don't know, amen. I thank God for your prayers, and I thank God, amen, that listen, we're part of the body of Christ, and so many things are happening, praise the Lord, in this day, but I want to let you know, amen, listen, God, amen, listen, has it all under control, Amen. Sometimes it seems like we're, amen, amen, set on a, a, a Ferris wheel. I was on a Ferris wheel one time, amen, amen. Yeah, well, I wasn't that long, praise God, <laughs> amen, praise God. And I never, amen, want to get back on the Ferris wheel when the line is not too long because it was in the evening time, and when the man started it, amen, we were going around and around and around, and I think he must have went on vacation for a little while. And after a while, we kept going because nobody, you know, you know how when the crowds are long, they're trying to do it for a little while, getting another group in. But there was nobody down there in line, and they kept going around and around. And I started yelling, stop this thing. I was tired. Thank you, Lord. But sometimes, amen, this world seems like it's on a miracle round. It seems like the operator has left because so many things, one right after another, is happening. But I want to let you know that God sees, amen, he is the God that sees what's going on in this world situation at this time. But in spite of all that we might have brought into new life today, I've come to tell you today that you don't have to leave in the same way you came out, amen, the way that you came in, you don't have to leave out those doors the same way that you came in because Jesus, help me say Jesus, amen, amen. that name that is above every name, praise God. If there's only one name that I could call the rest of my life, if there's only one word that could come out of my mouth for the balance of my days, it would just be Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You can't wear it out. <laughs> you can't wear that name out. Praise God. How many have ever called on me? And that's the only thing that came out of your mouth. Jesus. Jesus. Sometimes in that Jesus, thank God for the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God that becomes the interpreter of what you're dealing with. And when you, amen, want to cry out what your need is, but the thing that comes out of your mouth is just Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. The Holy Ghost, amen, interprets what's in that Jesus and brings it before the throne of God. So we honor you today, amen. And today we pray that you would pray for us, amen. Praise God. Well, can I just share, amen, a portion of my testimony since the last time that we were here. It's been over a year or so. And I just lost my best friend, my wife, amen, who I was married to for 17,615 days, amen, continual days, praise God, never a break, praise God. And I thank God, amen, that was amen, one of the most difficult things that I've done. I've dealt, amen, with open heart surgery 23 years ago, 1999, amen, they pronounced me dead, praise God, amen, but God brought me back, amen, facing, amen, amen. A quadruple bypass, but the morning of the surgery, God, amen, brought me back through the power of prayer. And I thank God that was 23 years ago. That was a difficult time 
of 17 months of recuperation, but God brought me out. But the testing of my life, amen, was, amen, to marry the woman of my life, amen, my best friend, the love of my life, amen, praise God, amen, but God got me over that hump, amen, I still have times that I weep, amen, praise God, but I don't make no apologies about weeping, amen, praise God, amen, listen, everybody doesn't grieve the same way, but God brought me from that moment, and yet, in other words, I've had some other difficulties this year, has been a trying time, amen. On May the 19th, I made the decoration. I said, God, I'm healed, praise God. And I've been dealing with something since December of last year, swelling that was going on in this body. For a while, it seemed like I was walking on two logs, amen. They had swollen up so big, amen. Praise the Lord, fluid, amen. Instead of, amen, dealing with congestive heart failure at various times, instead of, amen, coming around the chest area, around the heart, it was going down into the legs, and I'm talking about literally, they had sprung up, amen, and like I was walking on logs. And I got to a point, I said, Lord, I said, listen, he said, listen, you'll never be good, amen. You won't be able to help anybody else if you don't take care of yourself. And so I entered into my secret closet in December, amen. My whole house became my secret closet, and I shut the door. Didn't want to talk to anybody. I just wanted to seek the face of God. So I would be there just for a few days, end up being there over 30 days, calling on the name of the Lord. Got in the 45th day, amen, praise God. Sometimes things wouldn't seem to get better, amen, were getting worse. But in spite of all of that, amen, I made my decorations. And then later on, amen, praise God, when I was able to start getting out, amen, praise the Lord. I hope my testimony encourages somebody. Thank you, Lord. Revelation 12 and 11 said, and they overcame him. Amen. By the amen, the blood of the Lamb and by the words of their testimony. I thank God for the power of the blood. And I thank God for the word of testimony. Praise God. We all have a testimony, praise the Lord, that we're going through something. There's nobody that entered into this place that's going through something. Everybody's going through something. If, you, if you're not going through something, I want you to raise your hand because I want to meet you after church and find out what your, amen, secret is that you're not dealing with anything. But if you're a child of God, amen, praise the Lord, if you're not a child of God, you're going to deal with something in life. And some of these things are going to be mountains, amen, praise the Lord, that seem like they cannot be scaled and cannot be moved. But if you have faith in the living God, 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 says, For we walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Praise God. So I don't care what stands as the obstacle. If you keep living in your faith, God is going to bring you out of everything. Thank you, Lord. Even the longest of days have an end. Praise God. That means simply that I'm so glad that trouble don't last always. Amen. Somebody may feel like it's going on too long, but I'm telling you, trouble don't last always. If you have faith in God, your faith will bring you through everything. Thank you, Lord. And so, amen, I dealt with that. Thank you, Lord. Amen. But coming along, amen, in May, amen, still lingering some things, amen. Praise God. Amen. I made that declaration. I said, God, I'm healed. Thank you, Lord. June comes along. I was in church. 
Amen. Praise the Lord. Dealing with some things, but I was covering those things that are not as though they were. And I saw myself being healed and yet dealing with walking on logs and gingerly going by. Praise God. Went to a service. Amen. For funeral at the service. Amen. I fell out. Amen. Praise the Lord. I don't think they thought I was dead, but I fell out. Cracked my head on one of those pulpit chairs. Amen. Had to get five stitches in my head. Took me to the hospital. Called the ambulance there. Praise God. Saints word about me. Praise God. But I knew I had made my declaration just a few weeks ago that I'm healed. But I thank God there's nothing that happens by accident. Everything happens for a purpose. Romans 8 and 28 is still there. For we know, if you don't know, keep on living, you will know that all things work together for the good to them that love the Lord and to them that are called according to his purpose. God has a purpose for all of our lives, amen. And we may not know what it is. We're still, in other words, searching for his purpose for our life in particular. But I recognize that there's nothing as a child of God that works against you, that even when the devil sends something that's meant for evil, God to turn around and mean it for good. I'm already preaching, just need to come to some scriptures. Thank you, Lord. But above all, in other words, yes, amen, now here I'm at the hospital. And you know how it is, amen, and amen, in the emergency room. They not only even then want to sew my head up, but now they want to check for other things, trying to find the source. And they came back and said, amen, Mr. Holly, there's an infection in your body somewhere. Amen. To make, amen, not the story so long, amen, was in the hospital for 10 days. And when they finally found out, they said they had, they found an infection. They did all kinds of things, scoping and things like that, and found out I have a pacemaker defibrillator in my chest. Amen. Praise the Lord. And that's where the infection was, one of the lead wires that was running into the heart, had many growths on it. Amen. Praise God. I'm ready to go home. I was ready to go home that same day. After they sold up my head, they said, no, 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 you're not going anywhere. Ten days there. And then when I thought, they said, well, we're going to have to give you some antibiotic treatments, strong antibiotic treatments for six weeks. Praise God. I said, well, I'll be able to get home. They said, no, 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 you can't go home. And for six weeks, I was, amen, confined to a rehabilitation center, amen, 24 hours a day, amen, four treatments every six hours. Thank you, Lord. Amen. That was, amen, listen, a testing of faith to be away from the house and day by day not knowing what's going on. Thank you, Lord. Dealing not only, amen, now with this, but dealing with the slugging, amen, there. They're treating me for this infection. Thank you, Lord. To make the long story short, eventually, amen, after the six weeks, amen, right before the six weeks, they took the test and said, listen, amen, the doctor walked in and said, listen, the Amen. Infection is cleared up. A few weeks later, after being released, amen, then the cardiologist, amen, verified it through a test that he took and said the infection was gone, praise God. But while I was there for those six weeks, amen, praise God, amen, listen, going in at 2.03, amen, I'm there, I bloomed up to 249 pounds, 46 pounds, amen, listen, in six weeks, praise God. And now I'm already bloated up and now... But I thank God, swelling's coming down, fiction's gone. Thank you, Lord, because God is the answer, amen. Listen, but you know what? In spite of all the ups and downs in the rehabilitation clinic, 
Amen. Day by day. In other words, I wish I could have concise those six weeks into one day, but I had to live it day by day. Praise the Lord. A testing of my faith. Praise the Lord. But I found out that what I declared on May 19th, that God, I'm healed. God allowed that, amen, that I saw in faith come to reality. And today I declare, so when I heard him say, yes, I'm healed, amen. I come to bless the Lord for my healing and for my deliverance, amen. And the God that I serve, I come to tell somebody here at New Life today that God does not show favoritism, that God is not a respecter of person. If God did it for Brother Holly, God would do it for anyone that will come to him in full faith and believe the Lord. Fear not what you're going. We realize that God is a God that listens to us. He has given us a spirit of boldness and the love and the power to sound mind. God has not given us the spirit of fear. You don't have to fear what the devil may bring against you because we have the greater one on the inside. Somebody say hallelujah. And that's the prevalent word that I heard as I was gleaning from, amen, the uh, praise and worship, praise God. I thank God for the spirit of the Lord. And people began to say things, amen, to let us know that we were on the right course. Thank you, Lord. I want to call your attention, praise the Lord, to two portions of scripture, praise the Lord, in the first book of the Bible. And I believe in the whole Bible, rightly divided, praise God. In the book of Genesis, amen, the first chapter, amen, I want to call your attention to the third verse. And then we're also going to be dealing, amen, today, amen, also, amen, praise the Lord, in the book of Psalms, amen, the 68th number, amen, of Psalms, amen, praise the Lord, about six verses we just want to share with you and highlight today, amen, praise God, amen, every word of God is pure, and every word of God is right, that means it's flawless, amen, how many believe in this Bible? <laughs> Thank you, Lord, amen, amen, it is. Amen. It is the book of life. Amen. I don't care what you may be dealing with in life. Complicated matters, simplistic matters. And in the word of God, there's an answer. Praise God. In my studies found through the years, yes, I've tried to put as much to memory as I could. Praise God. I found out, amen, because every time, amen, when I would go through things, when I turn open this book, I found out there was a solution and the answer, amen. And when you, amen, have a love for the Lord, Psalms 116, amen, in verse 1 says, I love the Lord. Anybody love the Lord? Pastor Damien, amen, encourage you to say amen. In other words, in your expression of worship, I love you, Lord. Lord, I love you. Well, the psalmist said, I love the Lord. Why? Because he heard my prayer and my supplication. Thank the Lord because he has inclined unto me. And even though we live on a planet that has over 7.8 billion people, praise the Lord. I don't care what the 7.8 billion people call the Lord at one time or you as an individual. God heals us as an individual. That's the uniqueness of God. Whether 7 billion cry or one cry, God inclines his ear to hear what we have to say. How do you know that God hears me? Because he brings answers 
answers to my prayers. Amen. I'm not just beating against the air, but when I pray, I believe that God allows my prayers to go beyond the atmospheric heaven and come, amen, into the courts of God, and God hears me. And Jesus, my elder brother at the right hand of God, makes it a session to no matter what I'm, amen, listening, praying about. That's the uniqueness of the Word of God. So that's why you ought to get close to it. The Scripture said, hide the Word, what? Down in your heart that you might not sin against Him. Praise God. In this book that we call the Bible, amen, it's God's divine library. Amen, a collection of 66 books divided into portions. Old and New, Amen, Testament. Thank you, Lord. In this book, I found out in my studies, amen, listen, there's 100, amen, 1,189 chapters in the book. There's 31,000, amen, listen, 102 verses in this book. There's 788,258 words, amen, in this King James Version of the Bible. And I was preaching one time, and one little fellow, amen, only at 10 at the time said, he said, evangelist, I heard you talk about chapters, amen. I heard you talk about verses, and I heard you talk about words. He said, well, how many letters? Well, he had me. I didn't know how many letters to make up this book. But amen, it stirred my stimulation. And so I went and found that out too. There's 3,116,480 words, amen, amen, or letters in this book. I come to declare today that every word of God is right. Thank you, Lord. Amen. And so if you can't find deliverance or solution in what you're dealing with, I don't know where you come from, but it's in this word, and this word will bring the deliverance that you need. Praise God. And I thank God. Amen. In Genesis, the first chapter, amen, listen, and I don't want to be lengthy. I was talking to someone. I said, well, in other words, I said, they started new life at 1030 in in praise and worship, and, and I said, well, I'm not sure what time they normally get out. I said, maybe about 12, 12.30. Amen, praise God. And so, amen, the person looked at me, knowing me, said, listen. Well, I said, well, I'm going to try to kind of get out with the time they normally get out. And they looked at me and said, it's up to the speaker for the day. So I'm not planning on keeping you to 3 or 4 o'clock. Amen, praise God. I'm going to try to stay in your confines. Amen. Praise God. But above all, amen, I got a lot to say, amen, down on the inside. But listen, in Genesis, praise the Lord, amen, amen, praise God, uh, the first chapter, the third verse. Thank you, Lord, amen. Listen, it simply says these words. The first verse talks about, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, amen, and darkness covered the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the deep. And the third verse said, and God said, let there be light. Thank you, Lord. Now, listen, I want, I want to call your attention. Now, I'm not going to, amen, give extra Jesus on every verse, amen. I just want to let you know, amen, to call your attention a uniqueness of God's word. In this first chapter, amen, not only the third verse, but the sixth verse, the ninth verse, the eleventh verse, the 14th verse, the 20th verse, the 24th verse, and the 26th verse. They all start with the same thing, praise the Lord. 
Praise the Lord. When you recognize this is the book of beginnings, it talks about, in other words, how God created the heavens. Amen. Amen. God created this world, what? In 10 days. Am I right about that? Oh, God. I just want to see everybody listen now. Brother Chucky told me, he said he wanted to have listening ears. Hear what I'm saying. Now, I said 10 days, and I know I was off, but I wanted to see if y'all were paying attention to me. He didn't create the world in 10 days. He created in six days. On the seventh day, he rested, praise God. So when you look at this, amen, particular chapter, this is when God begins to create, amen, this world as we know it. And God said, in other words, the world, amen, he created the heaven and the earth. Didn't have form and void, but listen, when God said, amen, and God said, let, amen, in other words, let there be light, and there was light. But when you look at the first three words of those, amen, scriptures that I called, I'm going to listen to them again. In other words, from that third verse, it always starts, and God said, and God said, and God said, eight times it's found what God says. Thank you, Lord. We're living in a time that everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's got a word, amen. And I don't care, amen, who you're listening to. We just come out of a season, amen, a political season. In other words, the Republicans was looking for a tsunami, amen, a red wave. The Democrats, amen, was leery about they're going to lose everything. And now we're almost back at the status quo. I don't care what the Republicans say, the Democrats will say. I don't care what President the Biden, former President Trump. I don't care, amen, with the CDC. Everybody's got an opinion. You can go on Twitter. You can go on Facebook. You can go on Trump's, amen, social. You can go on, amen, all kind of forms, amen. Everybody's got an opinion. We got critics. I don't care what the critics, the skeptics. I don't care, in other words, amen, listen. In other words, what the doctor sometimes, he doesn't always have the right solution. I don't care what with the lawyers, amen. We can put, amen, titles and positions. Everybody got an opinion. Praise the Lord. You can stop downtown and get more opinions about one subject than you, amen, care to hear. Thank you, Lord. In other words, everybody's got something to say. Thank you, Lord. But I want to let you know I'm not so much concerned about what other people say, but I want to know what God said. I don't care what the devil that talks in your ear, because sometimes when you're facing situations and troubles, the devil said, this is it. You're not going in the Father. I got you now. Sometimes you're backed against the wall. Somebody today brought in something that seemed like you're back against the wall, and you don't see a way out. But I believe that if you trust the Lord, God's got a word for you. The only thing God requires of you is to have some listening ears to hear what God has to say. Now, God has a lot to say, just like these social influencers, amen, want to speak a word that they got, amen, knowledge about everything, they don't know everything. And sometimes they don't have a solution to their own problems. Sometimes the highest suicide rate, sometimes you go to psychiatrists or psychologists, and they got more issues than you because they got to deal not only with your problems, they got problems themselves, and sometimes they have a higher rate of suicide than the other person 
confession. Praise God. Because listen, problems can overtake you. But I thank God. I think my nephew told me before I came out, he just concluded a series, amen, about how the saints, amen, has a place of rest, amen. Listen, you take your problems to everybody else, and you'll sometimes come back more burdened than when you went to them. Praise God. But if you bring it to the Lord, Matthew 11, 20 said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I promise to give you rest. The 29th verse all said, take my yoke upon you and learn to me, and then you shall find rest. Two times in those verses, he talks about there's a rest for the people of God, but you've got to be willing to come. Come to him and bring it to him. And that's what this is all about today. When we talk about that God's got the word, I don't care what God says. Every time God speaks, amen, men ought to listen to what God says. Am I right about that? When you read the scriptures, amen, in Revelations, it talks about when John was commanded to write to the seven churches that were in Asia Minor, praise God. Thank you, Lord. He always ended those letters, those seven letters, with the same admonition. He that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the church. Now, God has a lot to say in 2022, but most folk don't want to hear what God has to say. But I believe that I have a group of people today that don't want to know what God says. And when God says anything, you've got to realize that if you're living in this world, you're going to be challenged. There's going to be some chaotic things that's going to rise up into every individual, amen, whether, amen, it's a marriage crisis, whether it's a physical challenge like I went through, whether there might be other things that, amen, are coming against you. It seems like you're on the emotional roller coaster ride. In other words, it seems like your own day you're on the mountaintop. Another day seems like you're down in the valley. Thank you, Lord. You're trying to get to a place that you become stable, amen, that you can become unmoved. Amen. But these things are going on in our human experience. But when we learn to put the things together through the word of God and learn to be as I heard, amen, whoever was saying in the praise team about learning to be a worshiper, not just praise team worshipers, but the whole church ought to be a church of worshipers that we should live in continual praise. If you can't give God anything else, always give God your best praise. And that's the theme that I heard through being here today as I heard my ears opening up to what the Spirit was saying to me. Praise God. In other words, God wants us to be worshipers and praisers in these last and evil days. Amen. Don't let the devil rob you of your joy because it's the thing that gives you the strength to endure and to overcome. Nehemiah 8 and 10 says what? Amen. What? The J-O-Y, the joy of the Lord is your strength. In other words, amen, listen, if you don't leave anything, leave out of this place with anything else today, leave out with a double portion of joy, joy unspeakable, and let it be filled up with the glory of God. Somebody say glory. glory. For the glory of the Lord is in new life at this time. So when you begin to read the story, whether God was, amen, parting the waters or God was establishing the firmness, 
Thank you, Lord. Even when I walked out the door, I looked up and I see how the heavens declared the glory of the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. And how the firmness that God had placed when he first spoke those words are yet in existence. Praise God. When God said, let there be light and put a period on it. Amen. Listen, light sprung up. God said. And when you begin to read those verses, I said, and God said, and God said, and God said, I'm trying to that message and God said when God says anything and when he puts a period on it it happens let me tell you this amen listen if you just shall live by faith amen mark 11 and 22 says in other words he spoke to them said have faith in God but having faith in God many times amen we all don't just want to just have faith in God but as a child of God, I'm always striving to get to the place more than just having faith in God. But I want the faith of God. Somebody help me say the faith of God. Habakkuk 2 and 4 says, in other words, suggest you'll live by his faith. Thank you, Lord. In other words, well, amen, having faith in God. In other words, yes, amen, I thank God that you have faith in God, but I want you to have the faith of God because, amen, our faith in God is in God. It's different than God's faith that he has. In other words, we sometimes almost beg God in calling ourselves having faith in God. Thank you, Lord. God does not operate by the power. Amen. God does not operate by the power of his word, but God always walks, amen, operates by the authority of his word. I said, God does not operate by the power of his word. God operates by the authority of his word. Thank you, Lord. We sometimes beg, but when God speaks, when God says, and as I said, when God says something and puts a period on it, what happens? When God said, let there be life, period, what happens? God said, divide the waters, amen, and put a period. The waters, when he set the ferment in the midst of the waters, and when you read about the waters, amen, the earth, the things that creep on the earth, the things that when God in every, amen, six days, when God said these things, and God said, amen, praise the Lord. The other thing in that same verse is, amen, listen, the next word, amen, talks about, and God said, did he say, and God said, let. Help me say, let. That's when God speaks, amen. When God speaks, things appear. When God speaks, things happen. When God speaks, things, amen, begin to take the form of what God spoke. But he didn't operate, amen, by his power. He operated by the authority. Things that were not so, he spoke them into existence. So that means that, listen, when you read scriptures like, we can call those things that be not as though they were. In other words, you can't use your power, amen, your structure, even though I'm pumping iron right now, pumping these legs, amen, did it yesterday at the Y, amen, increasing my physical stamina. Thank you, Lord, but listen, some things, mountains in life, I can't get a bulldozer to move it, but I can take the word of God and speak to my mountains, speak to my situation. I can take the authority, and as a child of God, I have a right to take God if God operates by the authority of word when we speak. 
big, we should see results. That's what it means, amen. So when God says anything, take notice. I don't care what the devil says. I don't care what the false prophet said. I don't care a demon in hell, every gimp, amen. Listen, every imp of the devil, Satan himself, may come to tell me the Bible said that when you take the authority of God's word, you don't have to run from the devil. Thank you, Lord. The Bible said, resist the devil. And you can speak in authority, and he'll do the running. He'll do the fleeing. You talking about you've been running from the devil. Stop running from the devil. Stand your ground flat-footed. Say, devil, you're a liar. I'm drawing a line. Amen. You cannot cross. Thank you, Lord. But you got to understand who you are as a child of God. But you got to recognize that when God says, so if God's giving you, amen, that delegated authority, learn how to use it. I still haven't learned how to fully use it in these 50 years, but I'm ever learning from the word of God how to see what God did and operate by the authority of God's word. So help me say, and God said. But then he said, and God said, let. Help me say let. Three-letter word, powerful. That let is found in the Bible 1,483 times. Praise the Lord. I want to deal with the let for just a little while. When God says let, in other words, as I said, read those verses. Amen. Those verses, those eight verses, you'll find out it says the exact same thing. The first four words, and God said let. And everything, amen, he said after that, it came to pass the moment he stopped speaking. Thank you, Lord. That's powerful. Thank you, Lord. But I want to let you know that same power that God has given to us. Now, I'm not going to talk about 1,483 lists today. I'll be here till tomorrow. But I just want to talk about seven that's found in Psalms 68. Thank you, Lord. Well, it's a psalm. Praise the Lord. Maybe I should have had praise team. Amen. Get ready. Amen. Amen. There's a song here. Let God arise. Let his enemies be. You ever sung that song around here? Let God arise. Let his enemies be scattered. Let God arise. Let his enemies be scattered. Let God, let God arise. Well, that's Psalm 68. Amen. It's a psalm. Praise the Lord. But whoever wrote it, amen. Praise the Lord. They were not the author. They had to copy it off of Moses. Thank you, Lord. You go back to Numbers, amen, the 10th chapter, amen, the 35th and 36th verse, amen. Listen, this was the invocation that when the church was in the wilderness that was led by Moses, praise God, and the ark, amen, was in procession every morning, amen, for 40 years when they were in the wilderness. Thank you, Lord, amen. God rose up before them. And amen, they would always begin to cry out the same things because, listen, in the wilderness, amen, listen, I live in Lima, amen. I've gotten pretty familiar with Lima, and I know how to get around, amen. But in the wilderness, they didn't know where they were going from one time to another. So in other words, when they would start, they, they, they started, amen, listen, the singers would go before the ark, and they would rise up with this one song. Rise up, God. Let your enemies be scattered because they didn't know what they were going to be confronted with in the wilderness. 
wilderness, amen. They didn't know what, amen, where enemies were going to be out there. Amen. Listen, terrible situations. They had to deal with the heat of day, the cold of night in the desert. They had to be, amen, listen, the estimated between, amen, 500,000 to maybe 6 million people that came up out of Egypt that God obligated himself, amen, to take care of and provide for. So in other words, amen, listen, when they would start their daily journey, they would rise up and say, rise up, God. Let your enemies be scattered and let those that hate you flee before you. And in Numbers would say that when they would camp at night and come to the conclusion of that day, then Moses would say, praying now, bring them to the rest for the thousands of Israel, praise God. But the psalmist caught a hold of that, and he penned these words in Psalm 68. He said, let God arise. Help me say, let God arise. Thank you, Lord. In these next three verses, you find the most prominent word they let, 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 let God arise. Let his enemies be scattered. So if you let God rise up, in other words, listen and let his enemies. Now, if God's got enemies, who are you to think that you're not going to have some enemies? Sometimes you know them. They'll let you know they don't like you. And there's sometimes there's some people that try to undermine you. They're your enemies of your faith and sometimes enemies of your life. Thank you, Lord. Now, if God's got enemies, you're going to have some too. But if God knows how to scatter his enemy, let God arise. Let, help me say let, let. his enemy scatters. Let those that hate him, just like we love the Lord. I saw y'all rocking. I started rocking. I saw some of y'all with your eyes closed. Y'all made it back here. Amen. I won't pick them on it, but I looked at it and see you just. So I started rocking with the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Because we are showing our expressions how we love the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. But just like we that are here, the reason you come, because you come to let the Lord know how much you love him and appreciate from one time of the past week to come to this far. Because listen, as you, I heard, amen, listen, when your members pass, amen, praise the Lord, amen. She was here last Sunday, but when I talked to one of the family members, amen, went to the hospital for a procedure, amen, clot. In other words, supposed to be, in other words, a clot there, but it moved, amen, she's gone, amen, to be with the Lord. Nobody knows where death is. Your best day, as I said, can be your last day. So when you move from one week to another, amen, and you can come back to give God the praise, and then you're trying to express your love, but just like we love the Lord, many times witnessing, I was witnessing to a man on the street one day, amen, and the Lord said, go and talk to him, and I was talking to him and trying to tell him about the love of God. He said, listen, I don't want to hear. He said, I, he said, I, he said, I don't like you. I don't like your God, and I don't know why you stopped me. He said, listen, I think about your God, amen, as much as I think about a dog. 
Thank you, Lord. He said, if you take, he said, if you take that word God and turn around, it spells, that's what I think about it. A dog, praise God. Well, I started shaking for him. I wasn't shaking for myself. Thank you, Lord. But he was expressing how much he didn't like what he said about, about how what he was dealing with. In other words, there's some people that are adamant in their hate for God, but I'm just as adamant about how much I love him. I wasn't deterred by what he was trying. He was trying to turn me off. He said, yeah, he got, did he got rambling. In other words, I can ramble sometimes, but he got rambling. He said, listen, I don't believe in that hell that you're talking about. I said, well, he said, yeah. He said, because listen, in other words, I'm living, he said he was living in H right now. And I sat there and listened to him, and now I, I couldn't, amen. Listen, the Lord told me to go talk to him. So it wasn't him talking me. And so by the time I said, well, I finally got to a point, I was getting kind of upset. I said, well, it's bad to live in hell die and go to hell, and then rise up that even hell won't be your last place. I get kind of, I had to repent because the Lord told me to witness to him about the love of Jesus. <laughs> but he got me riled up, and he talked about he was living in it. Amen. I said, well, it's better to live in it and die. I said, because I believe what the Bible said, that there is a hell. Amen. Praise the Lord. I said, it's better to live in it die in it, and then be risen. I said, even hell got a judgment. Even death and hell going to be cast into the lake of fire. You're going to be in bad shape. Whether you believe it or not, I had to repent later on. I said, Lord, in other words, amen, but he was preparing me because you're going to run into all kinds of personalities. So in other words, listen, amen, people that hate him, but we got to be fervent in our love, amen, love God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. And when you love God that way, you're going to be confronted, but you'll always come out, amen, on the victorious end. So amen, let his enemies be scattered. But the Bible says, help me say, let. But let the righteous, do I have any righteous folk in the house? Let the righteous be glad. So you shouldn't come in here and with your sad, sad clothes on. You should have came in here with some glad rags on. Pray, amen, ready to praise and magnify God. Don't get too comfortable. Somebody say, why they always got to standing up, sitting down, standing up? Well, in other words, let the righteous be glad. Do I have anybody here glad to be in the house of the Lord? Amen. Listen, when I got up this morning at sub the six this morning, my mind was already turned towards new life, and I could take Psalms 122. I was glad when, when, I, when I came up them steps. With my cane. <laughs> but when I got on the inside, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Let the righteous be glad. We amen should start a rumble in this place. We should start an uproar in this place. Thank you, Lord. Listen. In other words, that they can hear it on the outside. Nothing well, I'm not going to tell you to open up the doors now because it's kind of cold out there. Thank you, Lord. But sometimes they went jack up the windows. Let them hear them walking by. That there's some glad. What's going on? They might come in. It might be only 10 or 15 people. But make it feel like the balconies is overrun and flowed. With people down on the main floor overrunning folk. Listen that we can praise God. Amen. With a high voice of giving God the best that we can. Let the righteous be glad. Let them rejoice. Let them rejoice. Thank you, Lord. 
That means every now and then you ought to jump up. Thank you, Lord. Somebody said, makes me want to holler. Let the righteous be glad. Let them rejoice. Let them exceedingly rejoice. When you give them your best rejoice and somehow pull something else, it may, maybe make, it may make you look crazy sometimes. I've been in worship that people get so happy. One fellow went, amen, listen. <laughs> Thank you, it was an old white Pentecostal church. And he went over there, and I guess some told him to go stand on his head. And he flicked himself up against that wall, amen. Amen. Hollering and speaking in tongues. I just looked, praise the Lord. I didn't go. I didn't go. I didn't follow his example. I was just as happy, but I didn't have to stand on my head happy. Thank you, Lord. Amen. But to exceedingly rejoice, you got to long, amen, to put on. You're glad, in other words, amen. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be alive. It could have been, in other words, amen, when I've been dealing with these things, amen, now for 11 months this swelling, though it's going down, it could have been something that could have took me out of here, but I'm happy. I told the saints while I attend, I said, listen, I haven't started running yet, but I've been putting them up like this. Amen. I called myself the other day when I went by, amen, just in the church by myself. I said, well, let me see if I can do a little running. And I, I called myself running about three steps, but it seemed like I was still walking, amen. But in my mind, I was running. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. But I got something to run about. I got something to open up my mouth and shout about. Why? Because I know what God, God said I was healed. God said I was delivered. God said he set me free. I've got a right to give God the shout of praise. Let the righteous. So I didn't come. You look for somebody just to be like uh, President Blyde. He wanted to whisper sometimes. If you're looking for somebody to whisper to you today, I didn't come to whisper. I come to lift up my voice like a trumpet. I come, baby, and listen to shout to God with this voice of triumph. Thank you, Lord. Why? Because I have been triumphant of what the devil meant for evil. The devil is a liar. He tried to rob me of my joy when he took my wife. Thank when the Lord took my wife. But I'm glad, amen, now I can thank God because I know that she's in a better place. I came in. She can't come back to me, but I can go to her. And I'm even enjoying my trip with Jesus until I get there. But let the righteous, amen, the seed and rejoice. And then it says, sing unto God. Sing praises unto his name. Amen. Stole him that rideth upon the heavens by his name, John. Help me say John. J-A-H. John, an abbreviation for Jehovah God. The self-sufficient one. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He's a God, amen, dependent on nobody else. The self-existent one, praise the Lord. Amen. He's Jehovah God, but here, the abbreviation, Jah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Listen, the God who is, the God who was, the God who is to come. Somebody help me say, is God all by himself. 
He's God all by him. So the Bible said that when we rejoice, sing praises unto him, sing praises unto his name. That's why this worshiping group, these worshipers, this praise team was trying to, amen, bring you into the presence of the Lord because as Pastor Damien quoted Psalms, amen, 16 and verse 11, in his presence is fullness or completeness of joy. If your joy is not complete, as you enter in to his presence, worship brings us into the presence of the Lord. And there's a difference between praising God and worshiping God. God, amen, John 4 and verse 24, God is the spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Everybody that's praising him is not really worshiping him, but we want to enter into worship to bring us into the presence of the Lord that he can fill us up completely with what we need for that daily bread, what we're desiring of the Lord, that when we worship him, we come to that place, praise you, so sing praises, ride, amen, and then to him that rideth upon the heavens by his name, Jah. And then it goes on to say, and rejoice before him. I wish I had about three people just jump up for a minute and just pick it up and put it down for about a second, praise God, just jump up. Thank you. I got at least three. I got. I went. Hey, 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 hey. I wish I had a whole church. Uh, I, I, I was hoping for a whole church that it said, "And rejoice not before your speaker, but rejoice before the Lord." Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Let the righteous be glad. Let them rejoice. Let them rejoice before your God. You may be seated. Thank you, Lord, a God of the fatherless, a judge of the widow, is God in his holy salvation. Thank you, Lord. But it starts with that word seven times. Let, let. But let them be glad. Amen. Listen when you say, and the pastor in there, Amen. The last part of his praising, he said, now we're going to come back to hallelujah. Help me say hallelujah. 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 And the Hebrew, amen, simply means praise ye the Lord. Thank you, Lord. So in other words, saying praises unto him that rideth upon the heavens by his name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Jah. In other words, but when you say hallelujah, you're simply saying praise ye the Lord. Okay? Thank you, Lord. So that's what the last admonition that I caught to these listening ears. It's time to praise the Lord. So if you don't do anything else before you leave here, let's give God that glorious praise that he so richly deserves. And when you look at the, first, the last five Psalms, amen, Psalms 146 through Psalms 150, listen, amen, Psalms 146, 
from the first verse and the last verse. Stay pastoral attention to the first verse and the last verse of all those Psalms. Psalms 146, verse 1 and verse 10. Psalms 147, verse 1 and verse 20. Psalms 148, verse 1 and verse 14. Psalms 149, praise the Lord, verse 1 and verse 9. And Psalms 5150, verse 1 and verse 6. They always starts out, amen, and finishes with the same admonition. Help me say it. Praise ye the Lord. Thank you, Lord. That means if you can change it to Hebrew, you can say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody lift your hands and say hallelujah. 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 And Psalms 150 in the last verse, let everything, let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord. So let everything that has breath say hallelujah. Now I'm finished. I said I'm finished. At least I'm stopping, but I'm not finished. Thank you, Lord. But as I go to my seat and get ready, praise the Lord. Listen, I don't care what you came in. You may have came in here heavy, laden. Thank you, Lord. You've been putting off what the board's been trying to do in your life. Something has been wooing you and trying to bring you this way. You come to church, but you're still not satisfied. I want to let you know you need to make that final step. If you make one step, you'll always make more than one. We sometimes say if you make one step, he'll make two. But he'll make as many steps, amen.